Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan. Fried the Burnout Podcast. Hi, Fried friends. It's Sarah. Welcome back. Today, we are going to do something a little different. We're going to practice a technique that I have found to be very useful for navigating my own burnout recovery and is also helping those who have learned it while in Unfried, the group coaching program we have here. You may relate to this. By the time I was fried to a crisp, I didn't trust myself one bit, and I hadn't really trusted myself a whole lot for the 35 or so years before that. Even though I was constantly learning, I didn't often trust my knowledge and intuition for my own good though I certainly trusted myself and used it often to help my friends, family, and clients. When it came to what was best for me, I often defaulted to what my partner, friends, and other professionals thought was best for me, or what I learned was right in general from an article, let's say. Even if it went against a gut feeling I was getting about that problem for myself. And as you can imagine, this did not serve me. My burnout recovery really accelerated when I stopped trying to do all the things, all the right things that I hoped would work for me, that I was told would work for me, especially when I tried them and they didn't work or because I just hated doing them. Allowing myself to do what felt right to me that I enjoyed doing provided so much relief. And as you can imagine, this really did serve me. As I mentioned, I did use my intuition often to treat and guide others. So I was in tune with my body's signals. I just didn't use them for myself as often as I could. In case you're not familiar with how your body signals to you, I'm going to lead you through a practice that will help you determine what a yes and a no feel like coming from your body rather than your mind. Why do we need to know what a yes and a no feel like in our body? Because when we can ask ourselves if something is right for us and trust the answer, it makes taking the correct action so much easier and faster. How much time and energy have you wasted over the years spinning in your brain trying to calculate the next right move? It's crazy making. When you can tune in and get clear answers quickly, you can get what you need so much faster. It creates a safe, trusting internal environment which accelerates the charging of your batteries. Like me, on your way to burnout, you have likely been listening to all the shoulds. And by shoulds, I mean all the things that you've been told are right for you according to your family and the culture you're living in, from books you've read, even podcasts you've listened to, even this one. Even if you were told what was right for you and it didn't feel right to you, but you are the only one that knows what's best for you ultimately. And if you've never practiced listening beyond the shoulds to your own heart and soul, it can take some knowledge and some practice. So here's what we're going to do. I want you to grab yourself a pen and paper and go where you can sit with yourself for a few minutes, and then we'll get started. Now, close your eyes and turn your attention inwards. First, let's identify what a yes response feels like. Imagine someone is offering you a drink of water when you're really thirsty or a warm, cozy bed to rest in when you are completely exhausted. What does saying yes to that feel like in your body? 
write down what you're feeling and where in your body you notice anything in particular. Maybe you notice some temperature changes, warmth or cool. Maybe you notice some part of you feels expanded or contracted. Notice what's happening on your face. Are you frowning or scowling? Notice any other sensations as you think about accepting that glass of water or that warm, cozy bed. Now let's identify what a no response feels like. Imagine you're really hungry and someone is offering you food that you find absolutely disgusting. Or they're offering you a cold, hard floor to sleep on when you are completely exhausted. How do you feel in those moments? How does saying no to those things that aren't what you really want and need in this moment feel in your body? Just like you did before, write down what you're feeling and where in your body you're feeling it. Notice any temperature changes, any expansion or contraction sensations. Notice what's happening on your face. Are you frowning, scowling? or smiling, any other sensations as you think about eating disgusting food or sleeping on a cold, hard floor. Now, notice the difference between the two sets of feelings. Describe how a yes feels in contrast to a no. Can you tell the difference between the signals your body gave you for a no versus a yes? Often, our bodies will signal a yes to us with an upward feeling paired with an expansive feeling in your chest that's maybe also warm, that includes a smile on your face or some combination of these things, or maybe something different. But in contrast, a body that signaling no will often do so with a sinking feeling paired with a constricted or hollowing of the chest and a scowl or a brow furrow on your face. And if your signals varied from these, but were clearly different enough to determine the difference, the differences between a yes and a no for you, please trust your own body's signals. And everyone, let's thank our body for speaking to us so clearly in nonverbal cues. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, if you didn't get really clear signals and you're feeling confused by this, you're welcome to write a post in the Facebook group about what you did feel and I'll help you get further in touch with your body and clarify your body signals. Don't worry, there's nothing wrong with you. Your interoception is just low from not practicing and it can and will get better. Also, when we're fried, there's often just a lot of noise internally that comes from unprocessed stress and emotions and pain and symptoms, etc. And it can be a lot to listen past in order to hear your body, your heart, your soul, your highest self speaking to you through that noise. So as you start to practice foundational self-care and peeing and eating and sleeping when you need to and processing your emotions, especially those resentments, the volume of the noise gets turned down internally. And when and after that, when you tune into your body's signals, it gets easier and easier. So just keep practicing and honor whatever it is that you hear, even if it just sounds like noise, and do what you notice quiets the noise until you get more clear answers. You've got this. I do trust in your ability to boost your interoception. <laughs>
Getting answers from your body makes decision-making quicker and more definitive when you trust yourself. If you're ready to try this out, here's what we're going to do. The way we're going to use these signals is to determine which self-care practices are right for you at this time. And please note, what's right for you will change as your needs shift in new phases of burnout recovery in life. So please don't do this once and expect this self-care list to be the end-all be-all forever. Keep checking in with yourself. Pride fam, I tell you in nearly every episode that step one of your burnout recovery is blood work. And I know that a lot of you avoid it because it's a pain and because your doctor has told you that everything is quote unquote fine. And they refuse to test all the things that you think you need. What if I told you that you could test what you want, when you want, from your home with just a couple of drops of blood? Cyfox Health allows you to do just that. You can buy tests as one-offs or join a membership. Either way, you can test and track your results to help you make decisions about your burnout recovery journey. Get 10% off any membership, subscription, or one-time test kit right now. Go to cyfoxhealth.com forward slash fried for your discount. That's S-I-P-H-O-X health.com forward slash fried. Like me, many of you have tried to be very efficient and productive at your recovery, especially at first. So you likely have a very long list of self-care practices that you are shooting yourself to cram into your schedule. But let's be honest, how's that working for you? When choosing self-care, we need to meet ourselves where we are in the moment and provide for the current need that we're having. If you have many self-care practices in your schedule or on your to-do list right now, but you've been resisting many of them, notice that your body is already talking to you with those feelings of resistance. How closely does that feeling of resistance feel like a no that you just got from your body that you identified a few minutes ago? Maybe it's time to let that self-care item go. Let's do this. Write a list of all of the self-care items that you've been trying to do recently or that are on your to-do list to do now or in the future. With this new awareness of your body signals, go down the list and ask yourself if each thing is beneficial to you right now. Then listen and trust the answer. If it's a no, fight the urge to continue doing it because you read once that it's healthy to do in burnout recovery and practice trusting your body's answers. If it's a yes, tune into when it would be best for you to do in your schedule. Mornings? Check in. No. Okay. How about after work? Maybe you get a yes. Great. Let's try it then and see how it feels. Just a note. Remember how we were tuning into our body and we we're getting answers for the yes and the no descriptor sensations that were nonverbal answers. Okay. Our mind often talks to us in words, but our body often talks to us in sensations images, feelings. So when we're asking our body for answers, we need to listen past the words and tune into the sensations, okay? 
So back to your self-care list, how many yeses did you get? How many no's? Are you surprised at the answers your body gave you? If not, you may have already been listening more closely than you've realized. Congratulations. If you're confused by the answers you're getting from your body or what you're feeling feels sort of like a combination of both a yes and a no, that could be exactly what it is. Sometimes we don't get a resounding yes or no when we tune in about how to answer a question for ourselves because not everything is simple and clear as saying yes to water when you're thirsty. If it isn't super clear, check in with what you're getting from your mind that is muddying the answer. If you have a feeling that you don't want to go to a party, but your mind is telling you that you should go because that's what your mom told you that you do when someone invites you somewhere, remember, shoulds are someone else's idea about what's right for you. Not that you need it, but I give you my permission to go with your original no and do your best to reassure yourself that your needs matter. Are there situations in life where you just have to do what you don't want to do? Of course, but with this new awareness, you can honor your no by giving yourself what it needs to make doing the thing or going to the event easier and also giving yourself what you need to recover for the from the event afterwards instead of just pushing through and carrying on like you didn't just push yourself. I'm sure you've all heard the phrase, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. And sometimes that's true, but not every time. Sometimes when you don't get a resounding yes, it's because you have to do some things that you have resistance around or that aren't fun on the way to getting to the result that you're saying yes to. For example, maybe you want to leave your job as an employee to start your own business and you know that you have the entrepreneurial spirit and then it will ultimately work really well for you. So it's a yes to that end result. But you first have to do the you first have to have the conversation with your boss about putting in your resignation and recover from burnout so that you have the energy to do all the startup things required to get a business going that aren't necessarily fun but they are steps along the way to you working as an entrepreneur so your answer to starting your own biz is a yes and your body is also giving you some other info about how you feel about the process in cases like this, you may want to tune into that resistance and ask yourself what you need in order to take those startup steps. That answer is likely more complex than a yes or no, but I'll bet you you will still get some good info when you tune in. And the process of listening and trusting will get easier as you continue practicing. Speaking of fuck yeses, while you hear this, I'll be on a month-long vacation inspired by two fuck yeses. The first being a part of a facilitation team on a retreat on a Thai island. And the second being a participant of a retreat on the big island of Hawaii with several of my best friends. And even those very two clear yeses from the depths of my soul came with a lot of feelings when it came down to the, came down to the logistics of booking the travel and making room for a month-long trip in the middle of my home life. So... Why do I share this? It's because even really clear answers have layers of feelings. And of course, there's nuance to this process. And your body will sometimes have complex answers when you ask it to share with you. And you may be surprised to learn that there's a lot more simple answers than complex ones once you're consistent with this practice and you use it for everything, including what you eat for breakfast or what you do on your lunch break. But also... If you are new to listening to and understanding your body, 
I get that your insides may feel as dangerous as a minefield right now. And tuning in feels like the opposite of safe. I was there too. I needed the ongoing support of a therapist to clear the minefield of past traumas and unprocessed emotions so that I could get to the channel that my body and soul were broadcasting to me on. And I believe that you can get that kind of support too. Please do if you know you need it. Or if your body's talking to you and telling you, that's probably the right thing to do. See, listen, your body is talking to you and you are hearing it. So if your body feels a little less like a minefield and more like uncharted waters that you just need a map to explore and you'd like some support with this trust building, safety creating process with yourself, I'd love to help you. This tool is just one of the practices that we hone in the four month long burnout recovery group program here at Fried. If you'd like more details about what we do in Unfried, go to bit.ly forward slash Unfried and check out all of the goodness and the logistics and use your listening skills to ask your body if this is the right thing for you now. In the meantime, go to the Facebook group and share your listening wins and your challenges so that we can troubleshoot them with you. Friends, my parting note is this, you will not be fried forever. If you are in the phase of burnout where you absolutely cannot even fathom that idea, Know that Kate and I are here holding the torch of belief that you can and will recover for you until you can hold that torch for yourself. See you next time. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side. Plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan.